friend, welcome to a very special <laughs> spooky episode of Our Three Cents, a podcast all about three guys in their 30s who love video games more than is perhaps socially acceptable. My name is Jonathan Dunn, and I'm joined by my childhood friend, Chris Dow. Spooky Chris Dow. And my adulthood friend, Minty Boo. If you hear a plop, don't laugh. <laughs> <laughs> We have taken a break from our usual countdown of our top 100 favourite video games of all time to deliver unto your ears a whopping five-part special all through the month of October. Now, because October is the spookiest month of the year, what with it being the haunted house to one Mr. Halloween, we thought it would be fun to challenge ourselves, our nerves and our very pants to pluck up our courage, <laughs> face our fears and tackle some games that before we have written off as too harrowing for our poor sensitive souls to handle. Too spooky. Just too spooky. Now, obviously, we're in a bit of a pickle of a time. We don't need more horror in the world and certainly not in our lives at the moment. What with it turning into the purge outside day by day. But... We thought that if we were going to try and tackle some of these games, now's a nice time to do it. And we can we can at least encourage each other and support each other through this awful month. So we have picked five games that we're going to tackle through October. And the first game that we decided, I say we, the first game <laughs> that I decreed and I inflicted upon m- myself and my fellow sense was... Slender The Arrival. Now, Slender The Arrival is a game uh, celebrating the Slenderman mythos, which was a... What was it? Was it a creepypasta or was it something else where it started? It started on the Something Awful forums in the early 2010s in a Let's Create Paranormal Images Photoshop thread. Well, well, there we go. Big history buff there. That inspired a, a YouTube series, which was uh, which was great fun, and then that in turn inspired a very very sort of low budget cult classic, Slender: The Eight Pages, which was a, a PC release, and I think most people had it, and it was really good fun. It was very very spooky. It was designed to be just a very simple jump scare experience. I think mainly one of those sort of things where you get your friends to play it and then laugh at them when they cry. <laughs> I played quite a bit of it because it was really good fun and I got really into the whole Slenderman mythos whenever that came out. And the, the Slenderman sort of mythos grew, but there wasn't really any any development in terms of like a sequel to the game or, or anything like that. But then in, I think it was about 2014, 2015, a developer called Blue Isle Studios decided to partner up with the original creator of Slender and Slender the Eight Pages, Eric Knudsen to produce a game called Slender the Arrival, which was a, a much, much of a sort of glossier affair. It had a lot more budget to it and it sort of sought to, to give a, a more fully rounded Slender Man experience rather than what you got in the eight pages, which was just you're lost in the woods and you need to find eight pages from some journal that would appear in a randomly generated order before Slender Man got you. One of the nice things about Slender the Arrival, though, is the fact that actually the chapter two of the game is essentially just a reworking of the eight pages, which is really nice. It's a nice homage. Even though like, I, I enjoyed Slender, I, I did buy Slender the Arrival when it was on sale on the Switch 
not not too long ago actually and 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 finally sort of gave it a bit of a go and was like no well no i'm not going to play this because this is horrible this is really <laughs> this is very scary and uh <laughs> i don't i don't quite have the i don't quite have the, the steel for it but then I made this decision, and uh, and here we are. What a decision it was. I think it's a good game to start off Spooktober with. Uh, but h- how did you get on with it, Chris? <sighs> well, uh, you know I don't like scary games. <laughs> you know I don't really like scary films either. And no, I would say the thing I dislike most about the horror genre in, in games or films, like any medium really, is uh, atmospheric music, mm-hmm. foley effects that are designed purely to put you on edge, mm-hmm. and, and jump scares. Yeah. And... and Luckily, Slender is a game built almost entirely around these things. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, almost exclusively. So I, I played it yesterday. I sat down. I said I would not play it unless Georgia was there with me. <laughs> so I, I had a, a companion and she very nicely offered to to play first to, to get us going. We did the first two chapters of the game, essentially. Mm-hmm. She, she took on the first one, which I'm sure we'll hear in a moment as well. Not that much happens, really. It's more like scene setting. Mm. There's a few kind of like mild jumps just to just to get you going. But I kind of looked at that and thought, oh, I, I think I could just about do this. I think this would be okay. So we got to the end of that chapter after having seen like the, the figure looming in the distance a couple of times in the first one. And as you mentioned, the second stage is just the randomized sort of scavenger hunt that, that the original eight pages game was yeah. of, of you running around a wood with a torch, uh, attempting to find the, these pages that are pinned in different places whilst you've got you know, old, old long arms just in constant pursuit. Mm. I found six out of eight pages. I was quite proud of myself that I, I managed to last that long. Yeah, I mean, the atmosphere gets, I mean, increasingly oppressive with every page you find uh, yeah. to the point where it yeah. really is quite upsetting. <laughs> yeah, I mean, every single time you pick one up and every single time you are near the the slender man, your camera starts to kind of like warp and distort. And, and every single time that happened, uh, it made me shout out loud. <laughs> every single time. <laughs> Didn't matter how many times I'd seen it. I knew what was coming. Yeah. And I spent the entire time I was playing. Like, I think I, I was probably in that chapter for about 25 minutes or so. Yeah. I lasted. I had my mouth buried in my jumper <laughs> as if that would like save any of the embarrassment of being sat there next to Georgia laughing at me. <laughs> and it's how Slenderman gets you is through your epiglottis. So um, it's it, right it to cover is, your mouth. It is. <laughs> I mean, to, to the game's credit, like for, for the type of games I know I can't play, these these aren't jump scares like Five Nights at Freddy's where something just flashes in your face and it's horrendous. It's it's like the more unsettling you turn your camera and it's there. Yeah. I don't know if that's better or worse, <laughs> but I felt I could be slightly more prepared for that yeah. than something that just out of the blue in, in a flash is just right in my eye line. Yeah. <sighs> the, the thing this made me think of, when I was younger, I went to see the film Signs in the cinema. Oh, yeah. And, and I remember gasping audibly in in the cinema to the point where all my friends laughed at me Aww. when when there's a scene where <laughs> I can't even remember it since such a long time since I've watched it properly, but a, a character is standing in front of a doorway mm. and then you see a hand of, of an alien figure just appearing underneath the door. Yeah. Playing Slender felt like watching that scene on repeat, like just something gradually creeping into my view. I mean, I, I didn't get any further. <laughs> I, I'm obviously not going to play it again. <laughs> I would I would give this game a uh, no thank you out of ten. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's fair enough. That is uh, that is fair enough. I got to the second chapter, and the reason why I didn't get further wasn't so much because I was scared because I, I was quite enjoying it. Oh yeah, I was, I was. <laughs> it was nice. It was nice. Sort of, it felt like a, like a nice trip down memory lane. Uh, well, trip down memory 
spooky woods revisiting the setup of the eight pages and I, I did quite enjoy that the first chapter like I didn't know that there was no real threat in there so I was really on edge and there was a massive jump scare that absolutely shit me up in like a little burnt out house <laughs> where you said because uh, I, I texted you and said did you see that and you said no we heard some horrible breathing and then ran away <laughs> yeah and uh, I found the source of the horrible breathing and then my my soul took flight through my anus. <laughs> but the reason why I didn't, like, I didn't continue f- further was he, I was just getting really annoyed trying to play it because I've said before about how much I dislike playing first-person games in the console. Like, we know this. I don't, I don't like doing that. And there was something about the pacing of the game. Like, even when you were running, you weren't going that fast. The Switch has a much lower frame rate than uh, than obviously it does on PC. And uh, it just started feeling a bit clunky. And I was just not... I didn't feel like I had the immediacy of control I needed to kind of evade Slenderman. And then it kind of felt like it was being... It was unfair rather than just scary or my fault, you know? Yeah. So I would like to play... I really would like to play the rest of it, but I think I'll... It's on my Steam wish list now. When it goes on sale, I'll, uh, I'll probably buy it on Steam and, and, and give it another go. But I was actually really enjoying it. I mean, I was curled up in the corner of my sofa with my dog on my lap. So that was quite nice and comforting playing it. Like you said, Chris, like, you know that if you turn around at any point, you could see Slenderman and you start to get a sense (laughs) of when that might be. Just thinking, you know, it's like when you're like, you're talking about somebody and then you're like, oh, and they're probably right behind me, aren't they? It's like that. Yeah. And you could sort of steal yourself being like, okay, I know you're going to be there. I know you're going to be there. I know you're not there and then carry on. But I was, I wanted to play the game past chapter two. I really wanted to, but I just couldn't. Yeah. Cause I had a few, a few goes and got several pages and stuff, but yeah, then just got a bit, bit frustrated. How about you, Minty? You, you got quite a bit further than both of us, I think. Yes. Yes. Um, I'm sorry to say that I didn't really enjoy it that much either. Mm. For, for all the things that we've seen come out of uh, the creation of Slender Man, it was nice to hear you allude to uh, Marble Hornets, the old um, internet, Yes, series. that was it. That was a good thing to come out of it. But on the other hand, this game takes that sort of creepy and fertile premise and just creates something that's just a bit spiteful. And it's just an hour of boring set pieces peppered with <laughs> like frustrating, almost puzzles and jump scares. Like, I hated playing mm. it because I think the primary intention is just to scare the player. Yes. The horror, the tension and the suspense, that they're not wielded deftly like tools to carve out a greater narrative or a deeper experience. Like The only halfway decent bit of gameplay or horror gameplay is when you're a little bit further into the game and you're in an underground bunker trying to find um, fuel for a generator mm-hmm. and the lights above you, you know how in as that classic uh, horror set piece where the lights sort of blink off one by one down in the corridor. Yes. Well, it was like that, but random, as you're going through this maze of bomb shelters or whatever. And the uh, the little crispy boy from, from the burnt-out shed is in there. Ah. <laughs> uh... <laughs> yeah, so you're struggling to remember where yeah. you've been. And he's still there, like, I don't know, he's looking for his toy train or whatever. Oosh. Having him stand at the end of a flickering hallway or running across the junction as you turn around, that's pretty good, but... For what, ultimately? There was no reason I could see to actually continue playing the game because I, I wasn't 
terribly bothered about finding my friend. <laughs> what was her name? Kate. One of those, Kate or Laura. Something, something like that, yeah. Kate, Laura, I think. Jim. It deserves every middling review it got, and I don't consider myself bettered for playing it, to be honest. <laughs> no, 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 I think uh, I think that's fair enough. I think that's fair enough. It's a shame as well, because the, the little cottage we're staying in is like really, really isolated, and I thought, ooh. Extra spooky. But no, it was just like, oh, oh okay. I mean, I think... It's it's not it's not going to be too controversial to say that the jump scare is the cheapest mechanic to use in in anything. It's it's not yeah. it's not clever. It's not big. It's relying purely on knee jerk reaction. Like you can't you can't help yourself doing it. There's nothing you can do about it. And like you said, Minty, the game exists purely to to scare you rather than to do anything to kind of enhance or deepen the Slenderman mythos. And whilst it was nice to have things like an homage to the eight pages. That just goes to show that it didn't have anything else to do. You know, it's like that setup had been being done for, for years. I mean, I know that there's a Slenderman film. There's a couple of Slenderman films now. But I think we're yet to see the uh, the best of what can come out of this mythos. Or maybe we're not. Maybe it was Marble Hornets. Hmm. Maybe it was Slender the Eight Pages. Who knows? Not me. <laughs> so there we go. That wraps up our first Spooktober special where we decided to tackle Slender the Arrival. Next week we are going to be tackling, hopefully, a considerably better game in that we are going to be playing through the original Bioshock, which is a game that I think all three of us said that we got too spooked to uh, to continue playing. Yeah. Apart from you, Minty, who had their disc scratched by Blockbuster. Yes. I'm excited to play this next one. Mm. Um, yeah, me too. Me too. I remember enjoying what I played. Please do reach out to us on our social media channels. You can find us on YouTube. Search for Our Three Cents. We're on Twitch and Instagram at O3C Podcast. And we're on Facebook, facebook.com slash Our Three Cents. If you've played Slender The Arrival, let us know how you got on with it. If you've got any other scary game stories, now is a great time to share them. So do please drop us a line. Or you can reach out to us individually. You can find me on Twitter at Jonathan Dunn. I'm at Chaz underscore Hodges. I'm Clement underscore Boo. And please do join us next Saturday when we shall give you our full recounting of our deep and dark experience through Bioshock. Oh. Hey, Lassie, what are you doing here? Timmy's in a well. Sequelcast 2 and Friends is a podcast looking at movies in a franchise, one film at a time, like Harry Potter, Hellraiser, and The Hobbit. And sometimes the hosts talk about video games and TV as well. And now it's part of the Greenlit Podcast Network. Oh, Lassie, we don't need to rescue Timmy. He likes the well well enough, I guess. Darth Vader is Luke's father. Lassie, I told you to lay off the spoilers. 